1: This episode of the show is brought to you by Doghouse Systems at DoghouseSystems.com. I like video games on PCs, and I know you do too. It's the ultimate platform. Well, get it at the ultimate source. They'll take great care of you. That's DoghouseSystems.com. (laughs) DoghouseSystems.com. World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is The Instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance episode, where are we? 522 for Friday, May 4th, uh, 2018. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say the stupid Star Wars name, okay? I won't do it. (laughs) I refuse, even though Garrett Weinzerl's here, and he's a huge Star Wars fan. Hi, Garrett. Welcome back. May the 4th be with you, Scott. oh Ah, shit! He did it. <laughs> he did it, it anyway. I come, too, but I just wanted to, you know, mess with you. <laughs> well done. Uh, Garrett's uh, uh, here. It's good to see you, as always. Uh, also, Patrick Beja, all the way from Finland in some sort of weird ramshackle country house. What's going on, it Patrick? Is,
2: yes, I am. Um... So, Scott, I know I told you that I might not be able to make it to the show because of my uh, little baby boy that I have to take care of. Yeah. Uh, And and if that was the case, I mean, if I was neglecting my son in order to be on the show, that would be fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be completely acceptable. Sure. However, (laughs) he happened to have fallen asleep about an hour ago. And so now my wife can uh, take care of him because she has time to do other stuff. So really, what I'm neglecting is the fact that I almost killed the last Valkyrian god of war. I was this close, this close, the video uh, watchers, this close. And I, I figured, ah, it's time to, to go to the instance. And I had to stop. It hurt my heart. But oh. I did it.
1: Well, look, you're making the big sacrifices for us here on the show. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, also, that baby, that picture you put up where you're sort of grinning and he's just chubby cheek smiling. Uh, is just about the happiest little picture I ever saw. So,
2: uh, I, okay, listen, if you, I've become that person, look at this, look at this, isn't this oh, look at the him. cutest oh. baby you have. So this is like a few days after he was born Yeah. and now, sorry, audio <laughs> listeners. This, no, this is, is great. great.
1: This is great. Cause the look first 10 minutes of the show are check in with Patrick's baby. Oh, look, look at, at this. him, dude.
2: Isn't this the cutest baby you have ever seen in yes. your life? Like, try to tell me this is not the cutest baby ever, and I, I will know you're lying. I can't do That's
0: it. just I, I can't either. I, I will repeat what I said on on Instagram, which is you <laughs> and freaking Canada are ruining all the work I put into convincing myself that I don't want kids. Yeah, I know you're, you're ruining
1: <laughs> it. That's right. Yeah, and you listen. listen. It's it's a uh, and and they turn out okay on the other side. I can be your other end of the proof. I can say, look. They're fine when they get older, too. So, so now's the time. Get in there, you and, and your well,
2: wife. Well, 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 okay. Let me tamper your enthusiasm here. <laughs> if we're talking in terms of, wow, um, babies are some kind of incredibly difficult raid boss that has a, a bewitching spell that they use through their cuteness to convince you that all of the shit you go through is worth it. Really, it isn't. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like a defense mechanism they use to vanquish you when you're trying to to you know think logically and, and realize i don't need all of this i can just <laughs> give it away for adoption and yeah. then you look at it and it's super cute <laughs> and you're like oh this is like you only see the good sides i'm just warning you. no that's yeah. what instagram and, and is instead for. of
0: standing in the poop you have to
2: literally put your hands in it oh yeah no oh it's, my it's like, more, like yeah. earlier today he he hadn't done it in a while but if you don't know what the term explosive poop means, then I'm happy for you because it was spectacular. Um, I have to be honest, though. Now it's a lot better. First two, three months were horrible. Yeah. Hell on earth. Yeah. Now it's a lot better.
1: Yeah, it's a lot easier. They get, they get older, that stuff that stuff settles. So you, you yeah. start getting a normal normal poop. <laughs> this really is the best pre-show we've ever <laughs> done. You start getting excited about the type of feces. It's like, <laughs> oh, thank God, this is manageable feces. <laughs> I was
2: I was really worried. I was worried there's going to be well, a hole in here. Yeah. So, let's say I'm sure there are other aspects that uh come and ruin your life afterwards, but in the beginning, uh feces <laughs> are the mythic raiding version of feces. And then 2-3 months in you start to understand the encounter to know when to uh, you know, mm. get away from the places that you shouldn't be in and all of that and it becomes like more you're like you're doing. You have it on farm. Let, let's put it like that. Wait, yeah, yeah, farm, farm,
1: you say farm or you have it on fart? I'm not sure I heard that right.
2: Well, it sometimes it's confusing me too. I'm not <laughs> sure. Just
1: honestly. farming those farts. Yeah, you know? That's right. Listen, <laughs> you need those mats. So here's the here's the here's uh, the thing I would just say to Garrett, one final tiny piece of advice. Because I've said many times you guys would have really cute kids. Here's, here's what I think. And well-behaved and smart and, well, good grades and all that. Well, like the, entire, the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true.
0: oh uh, it, it, That that kid would have to roll everything on Katie's side of the gene pool if, if, if it wanted to survive math class.
1: Well, so here's so here's the deal. Uh, you want to do it sooner than Patrick because Patrick's going to be like 78 when his kid's 15.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm I, <laughs> That was really dumb. I mean, I've done some cool stuff until now. But the other side of it is that uh, I'm when he's tw- so I'm 45 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll be retired when he gets out of the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I totally. Mean, for for podcasters, I guess retirement means still work. Keep Continue working. to work. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Continue to work. You dumb idiot. When they but, get out, uh,
1: when they get out while you're still young, it's great because they you, you're still kind of cool. They don't think you're just some other generation t- entirely. So I'm telling you, you're gonna have to be like hardcore gamer in your latter years in order to just convince the kid that you're still kind of cool.
2: So I think mm. you're gonna. Oh I yeah, think that's Patrick gonna be really it. hard for me to to play video games. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a challenge. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I think I I that's why I got started early. Now that he's still an infant, uh, and I'm neglecting him because I need to understand what the kids are doing and play video games all day sure uh, it's for him it's yeah, really yeah. for him it's it's a sacrifice I'm doing yeah I completely understand
1: mm-hmm. well i'm I'm excited for that entire process and uh it's gonna go great I'm not worried about it at all last night I hear some screaming downstairs I'm like what is going on I come down here and two of my kids who are still here are playing uh over no sorry one of them's playing overwatch with my daughter who's then in, in her own place her and her husband plus Two cousins are all playing Overwatch and screaming and yelling about this match they're in. And then Carter and someone else we're related to, I forget who she was playing with, is over there cranking through Diablo. Like, I've done it. I branded them Blizzard fans, (laughs) and they're still doing it. They're still, like, every night they're trying to get excuses to go down and, you know, play whatever Blizzard game they want to feel like playing that day. So. So, so well the big
2: question that. we we always get, which I think is relevant here, is how much did Blizzard pay you? I mean, for the instance, we know that we get money from Blizzard to, oh, yeah. to say good things. Uh-huh. The the real question is, how much did Blizzard pay you to uh, sell your kids I, to the, the Blizzard uh, religion? I had that's, to do. do I had to do
1: like Breaking Bad. I had to get a storage facility. I had to stack the money <laughs> on a pallet, and I had to have Huel and that other guy go check and make sure it was all good and still there. That's so how we know what
2: Lizard is. is doing with their pa- uh, caches of gold. Oh, yeah. No, now.
1: dude, we know what they're mm-hmm. doing. We know what they're up to. Uh, well, let's find out what they're actually up to. And we'll do that by playing this. All right, you guys. Yeah. Oh, wh- why is that happening? Sorry, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> Uh it over. We are uh we're gonna get into it here. Real quick uh note about uh something that's happening on the PTR soon, and uh soon has a big trademark symbol on it everywhere I read this. Um, including the post that Blizzard did in the uh in their own forums. But they say that uh as for the pre patch on PTR, it should be soon. Pre patch meaning the preparatory uh thing that they'll put there that will represent what we get in the public realms before the actual launch of the game in August. So every time they do so it's a new expansion, 8.0, 8.0, which is usually all the systems changes, excuse me, character pruning, all the stuff that we're expecting to see uh in the full launch of the game, they put out ahead of time. It's a great way to <clears throat> smush in the last second uh, goofs and and bugs or issues. And uh, that they say that's happening soon. Now with their, you know, little jokey trademark symbol next to the soon that means that who knows what that means but uh, certainly it means before august so we know at least that but uh if you're paying attention to ptr stuff and you're testing and you want to know what's up then i guess watch for it uh they say this uh right here let's see when it happens you'll see the ptr uh, forums go up and likely an announcement for it as well keep in mind we're still around three and a half months out for battle of azeroth hitting live servers so there's still some time if i had to guess a uh, month and a half before PTR gets it, and then they... oh no, sooner
2: than you that. think sooner than that. Oh yeah, I think I think before the end of the month. So I think even possibly in the next week or maybe two. Oh, that's a, you look at you with the mm-hmm. bold
1: prediction. Well, if that's yep. true, that's a long time to be testing that thing, isn't it? And well, okay, if that's the case, when do you think we get pre patch on the on the live servers before the
2: the game goes live?
0: Well, right. the game's releasing in
1: August. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: we're
1: in May. So. June or July would be my...
2: I'd say early July for for the live... Early July.
1: I, br- I resent weeks. how you have reminded me how quickly time is passing. I resent it. <laughs> <laughs> I really, seriously, like, time is just too weird now. I don't get it. Like, I, uh, somebody t- said to me to, uh, the other day, I was like, ah, uh, Avengers Infinity War, this is great, let's watch this movie. And I said, yeah, and we're only 24 days away from Solo. And I just said, what? How is that even a thing? How is that possible? It feels like oh, really? we just have a Star yeah. Wars movie, see what I mean? It's in the same the month we're in now, Patrick, we get a Solo movie. Like it's insane how time feels to me and the same goes for this 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 entire expansion cycle of announcement to being
2: finished. This is going real
1: quick and I'm not it's not a complaint, I'm stoked,
2: right? Well, I mean, it's not going real quick. It's probably the longest um <laughs> the longest time between an exp- uh, two expansions really so no no no, no way yeah. no absolutely it is. It's no two, way it's basically two years no no hold on yes hold on it released uh, uh august 21st legion didn't it uh, 21st or 28th or something like
1: that wait a minute oh you know what you uh, might be it- right Yes, I know I might be right. Hold on, Legion. Okay,
0: you drop the stuff on me in the middle of the show. I know. I need. <laughs> I need some... to
1: refute it with actual evidence, get which your, requires get your, googling. Get your Google foo on here. Let's August see. 30th, 2016. August thirtieth, two thousand sixteen. Okay, and this so comes out August
2: what? Uh, hold on. Fourteenth. So we're two weeks shy of two years. So it's better. I, so it's better. It's it's usually, better. it's uh, it's more like eighteen to twenty months. Yeah. So. Yeah okay warlords of draenor
1: uh came out uh, all right i've got it i've got it here all right so november
0: 13th area was september 2012 draenor came out november 2014 so that's about the same amount of time actually yeah maybe they're just always two years actually this is just about on par with every (laughs) expansion ever which i think (laughs) is kind of
1: your point patrick and i and i i'll take your point um it just feels faster. Maybe it's because they are they're doing it earlier in the year, but they're also announcing earlier, right? So it's just feel all they've done is shifted it, uh, the entire package back a little bit so that we have a slightly earlier announcement and a slightly earlier release. Because back in the day it was almost always November. And right? No? It looks like
0: the shortest amount of time was from BC to, to Lich King, and it's still almost
1: like two years. See, that yep. felt like an eternity. It's usually
2: almost two years, but I don't think it's as close.
1: All right. That felt like but, an eternity. Uh, I'm getting old. I don't know what's going on. Time's
0: compressed. Well, oh, yes, the period of ex- Drainer was two years and two months. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, that was the longest time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, and that felt the longest. They, they didn't add Jack.
2: Yeah,
1: that, <laughs> was like a, a that was rough. Do you remember that? Ooh. That <sighs> was
0: the longest amount of time I
1: stopped playing World of Warcraft. It was a hard time to podcast about it. I remember that being really, really rough. I thought playing, but I somehow
2: thought- you still managed, Scott. <laughs>
1: I don't know how you did it. Eh, we may have skipped a few episodes just because, whatever. But <laughs> it felt real rough, and uh, I don't want that again. I would, I would really like. I like the current thing because they are, they have. Okay, so yes, two years average. Got it. Sure, but what makes it feel less? I think here, here's the bottom line. What makes it feel less is the. Uh, the game is getting constant content outside of that window, or or or, yes, or alongside all this other stuff. So it never feels like they're they're just done in a, in a holding pattern the way it did at the end of Warlords, or the way it did at um, uh, the end of Cataclysm, or something. So, hmm.
2: so yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now yeah. they're a little bit uh, quieter on on Legion. They've definitely shifted gears towards uh, Battle for Azeroth, but certainly this expansion feels like it's seen the most content out of. Uh, all of the expansions we've seen before, it feels that way at least,
1: completely agree, all right, Our big topic today there's not a, a ton happening other than dingle 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 things around the community. Um, I don't know what the dingle part was. I don't know why I said that that's weird. What was that about It was like Tourette's, I am getting old
2: <laughs> dingle, dingle, dingle,
1: anyway, hey, let's talk about war mode. This came up in a q and a oh, the reason we weren't here last week, by the way, uh Garrett and I did a show the uh, the week before. Patrick, you were maybe there for a bit, and then you had to bolt or something. whatever it was,
2: mm, no, I wanted to come on. No, actually, I couldn't. But you didn't invite me to the call, so I was like, "Oh, well, fine then." Actually, <laughs> I don't. I didn't even want to come on. Whatever you didn't, told me, you care. you had given me
1: some warning that you couldn't be on. No, it's true. So I never invited you. But anyway, it's true. um. Uh, my point is, what was my point? Oh, and then the week after that, we had a big meetup in Vegas for another show, and uh, because of that, it screwed up all my weekend shows. So that's why there was no show last week there was a huge bomb drop right after we recorded that we'll let Garrett address later in the podcast. Specifically oh, oh, that one, that one. Yeah. 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 yeah mm-hmm. We got to at least mention it and kind of see how you're feeling in the aftermath of it. And
0: this is like asking me a month after I finally buried a uh, family member, how, <laughs> how I feel about the death of a loved one.
1: Yeah. How you feeling about grandma now that it's all settled and done? Oh, well, thank you for bringing it all back up, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Digging up that dirt. Anyway, uh, We'll we'll address that later in the uh, sort of sum up blizzard section of the show. But uh, one thing that did happen in the in the intervening time was Ian Hazakosta sat down for another one of his sort of chats with Lore, uh, community manager Lore, where they talk about stuff that's going on with the game, and they talk specifically about War Mode, which in essence is the replacement for PvP servers or PvP on on. Uh, a pvp mode in the game i mean we knew this, that they were they were changing oh, I love that, this so much yeah it's pretty rad they were going to change this no matter what we knew that but what we didn't have is a lot of details about how this was going to work what the incentives were to be in war mode versus not being in war mode and here's basically how it works players on any server this according to ian on the 17th i want to say this is when this happened or maybe a little later Players on any server will be able to go into their capital city, be it Stormwind on on the Alliance or Orgrimmar for the Horde, and toggle on war mode. Now, you have to be in the capital city to turn this on. You can only be turned on in your capital city. Hey, Whatever Uh, gets you going, man. Hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm I'm an open-minded guy. Something about the red and gold and silver moon just uh, puts me in the mood for murder. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't do it there. But anyway. Oh, that's right. (laughs) 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 But anyway, yeah, they only let you do it in the two. But you you go in there, you toggle on war mode. This one, uh, sorry, migrate them to a server filled with war mode players only. So this is, again, their phasing server shifting deal technology kicking in. As long as you're in your capital, you can toggle this on or off as you please. You could literally sit there and flip it on and off over and over if you wanted to. I don't know why you would. Some people probably will because they're dicks. Uh, once out in the open though, out in the open world, war mode players will be able to attack members of the opposite faction or the enemy faction anytime they wish. So it's basically full blown PVP mode anytime while you're a toggled on and B outside of the city. If you want to toggle it back off, you got to get your ass back to the city and not try not to die before you get there. Cause I can, I can, there's some scenarios playing out in my head that sound nightmarish to be honest about people who are just desperately trying to turn war mode off. Um, (laughs) <laughs> clawing their way back to silver moon or to silver moon freaking i got silver moon in my head freaking the Stormwind or wherever um
2: oh you can probably hearth back it's yeah
1: not, yes you probably can i'm just i mean even, if you're a paladin you can pop a bubble yeah of course yes <laughs> as always but if you're anyone else you start hearthing and someone attacks you from behind and then you're pissed so well
2: that's the fun of it, it <laughs> have you ever played on a pvp server
1: yes but i didn't like it and stopped doing it yeah and vanilla is when i did it as well I didn't like it. Uh yeah, I hated it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hated it so much, but I was playing alone. I'm sure it's a blast if you uh you have
1: like a posse to roll around with. I don't want to get ganked every five seconds. It's not my that is not fun for me. And I know that PvP is a big deal for a lot of people. And Patrick, you were a PvP player lover for a long time. So I guess I should ask you on the on the on the base level of this announcement or of this clarification of what we can expect from war mode as a as a, as a thing. How do you feel about it? And does it hold a candle to what you uh, like about PvP open world in the game?
2: I love it. I think it is. I mean, it's not the most incredibly innovative way of doing it. I'm sure some other games have done it this way before. But it is so much better than what we have now. Because, yes, you can go on a PvP server as I have. And I've played on a PvP server since I first started in 2005, I guess. 2004, 2005. and i have had ex- excellent super fun times in those few years playing pvp there is definitely some fun to be had but there's also a lot of uh, not fun to be had which you described scott and getting ganked repeatedly by players that are a lot higher level than you are yeah. um but they're doing some things to mitigate this to an extent and most importantly the the fact that you are in a war mode or not means that you don't have to make that choice for life you can just decide when you feel like um doing a little bit of pvp or when you feel like just staying pve and you can do that depending on your mood it is a fantastic way of addressing it and i don't want if i don't know if you want me to get get into it but the way the added things that Come with that change are super cool as well
1: well we'll get into these here uh, before i do though did they clarify and i couldn't find much on this in this regard i even watched the video and don't remember him addressing this directly but i'm also have the brain of a flea and i'm sometimes distracted so i'm willing to you know <laughs> if i missed it i'm willing to admit it but i don't understand how it's going to work with you with your friends so for example if i go turn war mode on and garrett and i are in the same guild and i've got warm mode on and i'm out hunting somewhere for mats and being dangerous and he doesn't have it on and maybe he's even in the same area what is my relation to garrett are we even in the same realm are we you know what no, are we i
2: think you'll be in a different phase
1: okay obviously
2: you can't we probably can yeah, group
1: up right yeah. like he could te- you could message me and i could right click your name and group and then probably that does something but then does that mean I? yeah but i mean i I can still i can message you between games and realms at this point in the game well that's true it doesn't really mean
0: much um no i would assume it would probably keep us in the party and would work like if um say you were past a phased portion of a quest and i was in the same area i bet it would show us on the map but we wouldn't be able to see each other oh yeah that's a good point either that
2: or it will it will tell you you can't be in the same group if you're in war mode and the other person isn't Oh. you have to be to all be in war, war mode in your group but that's going to be a group if it does uh, it's going to be a group level thing it's not going to be a guild level thing
1: right but then that's weird only in the th- sense that okay i'm in this mode and garrett's like oh i really want to group with you though all right we'll head over to uh, Orgamar, i'll see you in a half hour you know, like I, there, I feel i know it's not that bad but i feel like it's just half a hour it's a bit of a pain it's not a half hour it might be i don't know two minutes three minutes or something but it just, why is it a pain? I don't I don't I don't, I don't know it. why. I don't know why it would be. Because okay, if he's right. standing right there if he's right there, let's say we're in Silver Moon because we're feeling frosty, you know? We're feeling a little oh, sexy. Oh, but I
2: think in capital cities they're not gonna face people. It's just out in the world. Yeah. I don't mean
1: sexy for each other. I meant just we're in Silver Moon together, just happen to be there. So we're walking well, I mean, around. If we're, if we're there, we're probably feeling pretty sexy. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's true. You have to when you're there. But the if I'm reason to go to If I'm walking around there and I look, oh, there's a there's a broom sweeping by itself, and you're like, I see it too, but I don't see you. Well, uh, why don't we see this together? Somebody's got to go turn oh, their thing actually, on. Oh, actually, maybe
2: off. you will be phased in ca- because you do have like uh, player raids and stuff like that that might happen. Um, maybe you will be phased in capital cities as yeah. well, It's yeah.
0: possible. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would assume it's just work like any other phased uh event so right, i don't right. i don't think
1: it'll be that that big of a deal probably not i'm just i'd like to i'd like to you know catastrophize i like to think of the worst i mean back in scenario. my day we had to wait by a meeting stone <laughs> yelling looking for one man healer. <laughs> do you feel bad that meeting stones don't have um you know they used to be this iconic uh obelisk of of meaning you know like oh a meeting stone has got that do symbol still on have
0: it them at BlizzCon?
1: i don't uh, do they i Is don't i don't think so N- <laughs> it's an irrelevant like reference now. Yeah, now the raid leader just teleports you over to the eight, hall H or whatever. But no, like you they know, they they are such a cool piece of imagery and such a great not meme but you know thing attached to the game. And now they're just meaningless rocks.
2: They don't mean anything. Yeah, like, they do. What you can teleport people? Well, you can teleport people if you're going to Mythic. You can't just zone in. You have to group with people. And at the meeting stone, you teleport members from your group if you're already there are already two people there.
1: I just mean, it's kind of like saying, what if Blizzard said one day, hey, um, we're, we're phasing out the Hearthstone. Night
2: elves can't dance on uh, <laughs> on mail uh, on mailboxes anymore. Yeah, that would be that. Terrible.
1: Yeah, that or the, <laughs> like Let's take a hearth, the Hearthstone, not the game, but the little rock you carry around that takes you back to your place of order, or your place of uh, preference or whatever. Let's say one the day they said, movie. we're changing that. Now it's just a UI thing where you hit the the, the P button and you teleport. Or the T, because it stands for teleport. Let's say that that's what they do. And you're like, ah, well, you just you still have your rock, but it doesn't do anything now. It's just in your bag. It sells for a copper. That would be really sad. I mean, they'd never do it. But it'd be really sad, because it's like this iconic thing. And that's how I feel right. about meeting stones. They were just like a this rad thing. And now they're, I don't know mostly unusable yes they've said well for mythic let's make it even harder to meet up so y'all have to go to the stone i get that but it's still not the same i don't know yeah i
0: mean yeah but do you want do you want it to be the same right (laughs) like there's nostalgia and then there's quality of life and like, i i do kind of miss the old days when it took a while to get a group together and you actually kind of ended up making friends with complete random strangers because it took so long
1: to get a group yeah but i'm not sure i really want to go back to that Oh man, Sidian has a great digestion in the chat. He says, You can now get a toy called the Innkeeper's Daughter and throw away your hearthstone to free up bag space. Oh, zing, bing bong, tell you good, send your hate mail to Sidian, not me. All right, let's move on. Hey, uh, honored. So here's how it's going to work when you are in war mode, your honor talents are enabled. All right, so Ian <laughs> said this, and among others, honor talents are on permanent. Or on permanently, rather, while in war mode. And uh, let's see. This is the case in Legion as well, so that was a thing. Uh, But they would only enable you, uh, or only be enabled when you got into PvP combat. So you'd have to respond to combat or start up a combat, and then they would would kick in. uh, Causing them to enable and disable while playing, uh, which ended up feeling a little janky, he says. So players are going to find that this is just a thing that's now on. Also, gear scaling. In order to create fair fights and good gameplay, I think this is a big part of this, the goal is to limit the yeah. extremes in power between players in more mode, and that comes from gear and level. We want you to have uh, an advantage in your gear if it's better, but within reason. The experience should be something similar to unrated battlegrounds and Legion, but with the stat templates, uh, or without, rather. Uh, keep in mind, this is scaling only in PvP combat, so your power against creatures in the world will remain the same as it would if War Mode was not disabled. So no longer some completely OP, jack-hole, butthole, freaking rogue, gnarly turd bucket who comes swinging up behind you and just blaze waste to you. You have a chance, no matter who you're fighting. That is huge. That makes me want to try War Mode. And I don't like this sort of thing, but that actually makes me want to try it because now I have to rely on my skill more. <clears throat> Somebody with better gear could be outmanned because I'm more skilled with this or my class can do these things to counter them. Like that is super, super cool. Very excited. Thoughts, feelings.
0: Yeah. Yeah, This is the way a lot of PVP has been going uh, in a lot of games, including world of Warcraft. So I'm, I'm happy. This is, this is happening. I would say this is maybe the second most exciting thing in what we've run down here. The first we we haven't gotten to, but yeah,
2: yeah. and I mean it's not gonna mean that you can't have a level one twenty swoop in and destroy you repeatedly uh, because you're on your old and they're you know you're you're leveling your old uh, quietly and they're doing world quests all over the the zone and uh, see you and destroy you uh, hopefully the zones the phasing will be done so that you're mostly with people of your level and uh, the the max level people are gonna be amongst themselves but still i think it's going to happen but that mitigates certainly a little bit of it and certainly it mitigates a lot of what will happen when you are max level and uh you can still do stuff without being afraid of someone with uh, full conquest gear uh destroying you in half a second
1: yeah and also keep in mind that sometimes you're alone and there's you know five of them one of you and you're not gonna be it's not well, it's not gonna scale that's you. That's not
0: gonna change much at yeah. that point. You're yeah. gonna die no, <laughs> no. But the toggle addresses that to a certain degree, right? Like that was the, the, the two big things that kept me off of PvP servers was Well was you have a, to go
2: back to your capital city.
0: Yeah. Right, right. But that but still, like the two big things that kept me off PvP server was the being outnumbered thing, and then the also the, the big thing for me was leveling. Like yeah. The only way this was, you know, back when I tried it, you we didn't even have server transfers, so the only way to get a max level tune. <laughs> On a PvP server was actually leveling on a PvP server, and you just have max level characters griefing you all day in Stranglethorn Vale. Yeah, it's not this is getting very personal and specific, but
2: um... <laughs> oh, everyone remembers uh, Stranglethorn Vale when, when they're on PvP servers, it was terrible, and and you would get ganked repeatedly, and at some point, you know, you would just have to stop playing the game and you or go quest somewhere else or go on another character. But there were people whose fun was to hunt down the lower level characters and ruin their day yeah and fun. Uh, there was I, I nothing you could do
0: yeah i don't necessarily blame them because they they put in the work they got to max level on the pvp server so why not uh continue the the pain train as it were
1: yeah they had their cake and ate it too let's say it that yeah. way but uh anyway my point is that the, the toggle addresses that those are the two biggest things for me yeah so, I, even you though you got to go back like that's just the risk reward right like, you have nice, an option yeah
2: you can make the pain stop if Yeah, you, want. you can, which I,
1: man, I wish that was true in real life. Moving on. Hey, look at this here. Uh, conquest in world PvP. In Battle for Azeroth, you'll earn conquest for doing PvP ac- activities uh, similar to how it was gained in the past, rated arena, rated battlegrounds, as well as some light conquest from unrated battlegrounds. But what's new is earning conquest from what you're doing in world PvP activities. This gives you an additional source when filling up that conquest bar for your weekly conquest item. So if you're already into that, uh, you can now you can earn even more. Uh, so that's the thing. And you I'll, can
2: earn, yeah. I mean, the, it means that the world PvP is worth doing as well. Yeah. You, you get something out of it. It's not just, uh, because as we've learned over the past 14 years of playing World of Warcraft, no WoW player ever does anything if there isn't loot at the end of it. Yeah. So that guarantees that you're at least not wasting your time, quote unquote, when uh, doing world PvP.
1: City <laughs> in the chat, you're killing me today. He says, leaving the PvP server I started on was my best WoW choice to date. Man, I want some shade on the PvPers. I like it. Uh, all right, What else? Uh, oh, here's a deal. Bounty hunting. This is exciting. And we kind of knew about this. This is the first thing they yeah, announced. Yeah, this is pretty great uh how do you earn conquest and world pvp one source is from killing other players of course but the more of the sorry but the more of the opposing faction you slay i mean more of those guys you slay the higher chance they will put a bounty on your head so imagine patrick just laying waste a bunch of hordes because you're mostly alliance right
2: i forget yes yeah oh yeah I am, but also I never lay waste to anyone. I just die <laughs> repeatedly. But uh, yes, let's go with your version. Okay. I like it. All right.
1: When you lay waste to these people, they get a, you put a bounty on your head, and when it's put on you, it will be announced to all opposing players in the zone that you will appear on the main map for a reward. Good luck. It's basically King of the Hill at that point, which is super cool, like really cool. I could see this being something you do all day like just trying to get the bounty on your head and fight that off as long as you can and that seems like genuine fun to me even or if the flip he, side like get a posse together and become bounty
0: hunters yeah and just run around looking for stars on the map
1: yeah like that sounds fun even if you never are the dude with the star on your head uh, or whatever on the map you i don't you, think they actually said how you're marked but yeah <laughs> that'd be cool if there's a little star on your head wouldn't it like right in the middle of <laughs> your head know about that like you were you know like you were a real good kid in class or whatever do they do that in uh france patrick when you're growing up if you were a good kid would they walk up and go oh you're a very good kid today and they stick a star in the middle of your forehead do you ever get that, is that a what mirror? that might no. Be, that might why be an would American- anyone do that <laughs> that might be on your American head thing. yeah did you not what do this weird
0: stuff is happening in utah
1: all right I, i'm telling <laughs> you it wasn't just utah i'm telling you right now this is a common thing back me up chat room when you're a little kid, if you did good, you might get a gold star on your forehead. Somebody like We if, had like a tally in the in the
0: room by our names, like on a bulletin board somewhere. They didn't actually like just stick it on our head. It that was would have just been like, beat this kid up at recess. That's what <laughs> that would have been. Now,
1: keep in mind, this is like, you know, late 70s, early 80s. So maybe things have certainly changed and you're a 90s kid and who knows what France was up to, but we used to really nobody the chat saying no No,
2: the chat room is pretty uh, <laughs> uh conclusively saying that you're the only person that ever happened to
1: <laughs> it might have been i mean it might have been maybe it was just the teachers i had i don't know okay someone dark sting finally pipes up and says yes i remember that okay so you're not a lot somebody somewhere did it
2: so the two of you
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway whatever that was the thing uh what else uh i'll say yeah bounty hunting super cool very excited that's actually got me yeah more excited about this than i have been since they announced what they were doing
2: yeah the the bounty hunting is really cool and it also serves as a way to balance out uh to balance things out because if someone is getting a little bit too too i can't remember if you said a bad word that starts with d and ends dick yes so if someone is being a little bit too much of a dick (laughs) then they get the bounty uh on on their head and they they get hopefully they get hunted down so it balances things out you can't just lay waste to low level people for example because you are going to get that bounty on your head and uh, someone's going to come for you yeah
1: i'm yeah it's going to be cool that's what they should put over your head is it should just be a title called le dick there you go le dick (laughs) Yeah, with a big gold star from your teacher on your forehead, yeah. like
2: a tattoo or something. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be and on just the takes
1: place of your name. Put it on the model, mm-hmm. right on the right on the skin of the head. Did you guys see all the? Uh, sorry, this reminded me of. Um, I don't know if anyone here plays blood elves. You playing a blood elf, uh, Garrett? All of my tunes are blood elves. <laughs> How do you live with yourself? They laugh like idiots. How do you stand living with yourself when you know you have all of those blood elf males to play? They suck.
0: Because I have fabulous hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and sometimes you Reason jump enough. As, yeah. It works for me. It makes sense. Sometimes your jumps
2: are somersaults.
1: Ooh.
0: Yes. Yes, they are. Um. Anyway, Wait, the, no, they're the, spins. Uh. and then would you call somersaults
2: it? are night elves?
0: Uh. Yeah. They do a front flip. Yeah. I do don't do think front. anyone actually does well, a okay.
1: somersault. Yeah. I may be making that up. <laughs> I, I forget who does any, uh, anything anymore. But uh, anyway, they got don't a bunch step of stepped my elf knowledge. <laughs> they got a bunch of face reworks. Uh. Just something I noticed today when I was looking around anyway so you'll have that to look forward to I suppose when you go to the barbershop and get your new face uh what else while we have one or more uh, other content features they say this is blizzard's words and warm mode to share later on one of our goals is to keep it minimal as you point out uh or sorry uh, Ian said uh, we want to create a foundation first which we can hopefully build on with your feedback in the future uh, I like that keep it nice bare bones these are great features Let's see how it plays out. You want to add more incentives or whatever later, great. Um, but uh, but yeah, and you know more Azerite is the other thing that you benefit from. You get some boost to stuff. Risk and reward, baby. I'm going to try war mode. I may hate it. I may get in and go, well, all right. It's just like PvP. Screw this. Uh, and we'll see. But for now, very optimistic. Get a group just, together. Yeah,
2: that's the answer. Just to to finish up on this. The reason why PvP servers are fun is that they bring a little bit. It's not that you go out and go like, oh, I'm going to go kill everyone today. Some people do that, but that's not the main reason. I think the thing they bring is that you're still going to go questing, still going to go do your world quests. But what happens is that it brings a little bit of unpredictability into your game time. Mm -hmm. that you have to be on your toes and you and you're still doing the things that you usually do but something uh, unexpected might happen and that is when pvp servers were fun for me so hopefully that's what we're getting and not just a constant kill fest uh on on those war modes that's
1: what i hope as well we'll all right well we'll find out let's take a look at what else is happening around blizzard All right. Last week, not last week, week and a half ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was, two uh, Fridays ago. Yep, we were talking, and and part of this uh, segment was like, "Oh, hey, that, that uh, Witchwood deal came out, and it's great, great expansion, cool, cool deal." Everybody, everyone's excited, and then Brode just got back from an international whirlwind trip of promoting the game and talking to people and having matches, and took and taking.
2: Little did you know <laughs> that tragedy was about to strike. Yeah.
1: Uh, ben Brode. render
2: the world <laughs> gray and colorless Whoa, forever.
1: This is poetic. Um, ben Brode probably not, I'm going to say this without any irony, not since Chris Metzen have we had a more public and um, gregarious sort of front man for uh, a team at Blizzard, or at least in this case a team at
2: Blizzard. Uh, well... Hi, I'm Jeff from the Overwatch team, oh, and yeah. uh, I'd like to object because <laughs> I put a lot of work into uh, appearing like a viable head that, for the that, team.
0: That, that, that's nice. Broads game's better.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at that.
1: That, whew, that was some oh,
2: let's. I'm not going to get into it. He, he, you know, that man quit mm. a podcast. Uh, about the game I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that's
0: how much better Hearthstone is. Wow. I was just like, yeah, I'm done. That's intense. No, that's well, I'm Jeff you
2: Kaplan. You should have said, yeah, and you stopped the podcast a few months later. Yeah, yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> that podcast doesn't exist anymore. But here's Jeff Kaplan talking about us. I'm Jeff Kaplan, and
0: you're listening to The Instance. That's
1: true. Well, Jeff Kaplan, I'm sorry I forgot your name. but And you're right. You're an important front-facing guy. And if he left the Overwatch team, it would be pretty seismic as well. No question. But Ben Brode leaving without much warning it was his last day and he posted about it that's how they do it at blizzard they don't usually say i've given my two weeks or you know i'm thinking about going they don't tell you till they're gone uh left and not
2: just not just the team he's actually leaving blizzard entirely
1: yeah this isn't one of those cory stockton brian holinka browder uh, browder deals where they're like yep off to do a secret project i can't talk about for the next three years see you guys later well, Kaplan did that too, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's he, that's true. He, when he did, he came out of his cave to uh, announce Overwatch. Yeah, he came out of his cave, shaved his beard finally, and uh, and went for it. And so this is different, though. This is him leaving. The uh, do we know anything else about his plans since last week? No. Nope. And you were upset. Nope. Um, you were I upset. have poked
0: him like like through personal channels, like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he's just like, "Hey, let's play Heroes sometime." That's about the only thing I've gotten from him. Wow. That's great. Yeah, well,
2: we know he's going. He's going to another company to make games, and we also know that uh, uh, Hamil- Hamilton Chu is going with him. And he's a much lesser known person on uh, in, at Blizzard. But if my understanding is correct, Hamilton Chu is actually the person we have to thank for uh, Hearthstone because he's the one who suggested uh, trying to do stuff with smaller teams, experimental, and games that wouldn't take you know five or six years to develop and hearthstone was one of the games that came out of uh those projects yeah yeah
0: dude so, uh, like Chu is this kind of like blizzard and, and gaming like savant like he's worked on
1: a lot of different things at blizzard and before
0: he worked for blizzard he was a producer on the first two
1: halos yeah it's a he's he's like that but he's one of those just non uh spotlight dudes who gets it done but you just never hear of him I mean, Hamilton, yep. too, you could tell me that that's the name of the new guy I got to buy gems from in Diablo, and I'd believe you. Like, I don't know who that is. That, <laughs> like, that name sounds just like whoever, but it's uh, – but, yeah, if you do a little dig and you find out that guy's a big deal. And so for them leaving together, that's a pretty significant thing. We don't know if they're going to start their own deal, if they're going to go work for somebody else. We don't know that, right? Whether this
2: is uh, – uh, They're going to go work for they- themselves, it seems.
1: Yeah. Well, that's I'm into whatever so they're, they're that is. Create,
2: I think I can't imagine another... I mean, first of all, I can't imagine anyone wanting to leave Blizzard, right? Who who would yeah. ever make that kind of stupid-ass choice? I can't imagine um, it.
1: Like, we don't know anyone, even on the show, who just yeah. left Blizzard for who, whatever reason. Who reasons. would do that? Yeah, who would do that? But Fair. I think the
2: the only reason to, to do it, really, would be if you're going to uh, try and be your own boss. I think that's, that's the... Um, that's probably a good reason to do it and right. so the the one thing you can't get by just staying at blizzard uh and changing teams yeah
0: yeah I, in his
2: in his post
0: you know he he mentions that he's at a he's at a point where he can take a risk so he's he's going to right uh, um, so i mean you got to you got to respect that um
1: uh, still stung though we, didn't it it was a stinger oh yeah
0: yeah i when I was I was writing uh, I was writing out like my my solo podcast for that day when that news broke and I'm like well the tone of this show is changing completely <laughs> and uh, then Justin called me into his Friday show without any warning and uh, so there's a lot of a lot of different avenues you can, and even <laughs> there's a lot of different places you can go and, and hear me have more of a hot take on it but yeah I was really bummed man like yeah, yeah. Brode, uh Brode had a big uh, a big impact on the anger chickens really early days. He was on, I think the eighth episode.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, he's just a brand. He's the brand of Hearthstone in so many ways, more, more so than the other teams kind of have. And again, I know Jeff Kaplan is that for, for overwatch. So shut up, Patrick, but no, like, <laughs> like it, it does feel a little more Metson level to me. Um, and, and I, yeah, I, I, I think I understand more in this case, how this must've, how this might've felt for all the Metson people, except in Metson's case, uh, I got his, Am I supposed to say this out loud? I don't think I can, actually. I just realized I don't think I'm supposed to say
0: Oh, you can't do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's okay. It's it's okay. No, he's gone now. He's gone now. He doesn't work there anymore. He
1: sent, so I knew about him leaving a week ahead because he sent me his letter and wanted me to read it. He said, You should read this and tell me if you think this is good or bad or dumb or if I should change anything. So his thing that ended up as a blue post. Uh, I found out about a week ahead, so I had all this preparation, like mentally, it was still hard and I was like, ah, a little shocking, but weirdly, I <laughs> was kind of part of the the earlier process of it, so when it finally happened, it was just kind of more like a relief, like, okay, now it's out in the open, let's see how this goes. In the Broad case, and in, there have been others like this at Blizzard, but especially in the Broad case, I don't nobody freaking knew. Like, there was no indication they just dropped a big successful expansion and then... Yeah, I've only g- had the the
0: in, it only seems to me like a handful of Team Five employees that I've talked to since the announcement actually knew. Like, there's a lot of folks that even on the Hearthstone team that didn't know this was happening. Well, and and yeah. they still haven't replaced them. There's a matter of fact, there's a job opening for for his position.
1: Oh, really? Still, they didn't have somebody ready to roll in there. That's interesting. No,
0: no, cause uh, that that was the. Probably that this is like the second wave of shock was that there was no announcement of who was going to be taking over um, within any you know short amount of time. If you remember when Browder left uh, Heroes of the Storm, it was very shortly after we found out that DeBiri was going to be stepping up and
1: taking his place, right? Right, he was already sort of prepped to be the heir apparent. But I yeah. wonder, I wonder if uh, there's just hmm, that's interesting. You just think that team would have somebody ready to go. I don't know why, it just seems like they would because that was a as much as Brode was the face of it, just like you know, Kaplan for his side of things and, and Metzen was for everything. Yeah. You, you, you realize that, well, yeah, it's sure. It's these guys with their personalities and their front facing uh, stance and everything, but they're, there's huge teams of many, many people who actually make, you know, the motor run. And it seems like they have somebody ready, but whatever, maybe they're trying yeah, to, you know,
0: I think, you know, Hearthstone's really proven that it, it, it Good, nothing but good comes out of them hiring from outside because yeah. they brought in Peter Wayland. they brought in um, Cossack, like, and both of those guys have, have, have brought some really rad stuff yeah. to Hearthstone. So I could see them just kind of favoring new blood.
1: Yeah, could be. Well, we'll see how that all goes. Also, Activision's Blizzard, Activision Blizzard's earning call happened. Something weird, though, happened yesterday. Before the earnings call, their stock tanked. And everybody was screaming, what the hell's going on over there? And they had to stop trading on... Or something happened. I don't know how the stock market works. So this is me completely pulling stuff out of the sky, except that I knew it dropped like 7%. And it was a weird... Like if you looked on a chart, it was just like, oh, growth, 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 a little dip, growth, growth, growth. And all of a sudden, brrr, just this huge drop. So I don't know if everybody had some idea that the news was going to be bad or something. If it was all going to be an Activision problem, if this was a Blizzard thing... But now that they've done the earnings call, it all seems fine. I don't know what that was all about. It's a weird weird little adjustment that makes me further... Well, they
2: had a lot of uh uh lower player numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh money wise they're doing fine, but they had a lot of uh uh you know, less monthly active users and stuff like that. Right. Nothing huge, but they lost a few million here and there. Well I'm seeing
0: headlines saying that they blame an erroneous headline but it doesn't say what the erroneous headline was yeah i didn't see that either tax or these stock websites
1: want you to pay to see the whole thing it, <laughs> they do don't they those bastards i hate that it's like <laughs> if i want to learn more about the stock market i gotta pay f you. f
0: you yeah but it looks like it was the highest It dropped was it was a six percent drop and i mean as of right now today it's up three point almost four percent so
1: yeah uh, well, anyway, we'll see. We'll see what that all means in the future. But Activision Blizzard had 374 million monthly active users in the quarter. This is down from 385 million. So as Patrick said, we're about lost about nine million or no, eleven million people. Now well, that is not. They don't get specific about what that is. That that's Call of Duty. That's World of Warcraft. That's uh, what's that other well, game? Well, they, they give
2: they give the numbers. Um, they divide it between King uh blizzard and uh and activision. activision yeah
1: that could be all king seriously like everyone's no, like no it's right.
2: it's a couple of millions on blizzard side and a couple of millions on uh, activision side but you know king is so big numbers i mean number of players wise that they're the, the yeah they're the bulk of it how yeah. like, they, is king it still 100 about like million.
1: is it still just candy crush and all that shit is that yeah. it
2: yeah yeah well,
1: that's candy more, Crush so... Saga
2: and soda, candy soda crush thing, I hate it. That's dude. the name. When, of when
0: you think about their temple franchises too, like Destiny Two is having a big drop off. Uh, the latest Call of Duty, I don't, I didn't really think took off like some of the past entries, and we're in a a, a slow period for World of Warcraft.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, someone in the chat says. By the way, sorry to go back. Says, uh, Mush Potato says, I thought I heard that Dow Jones Newswire was responsible for the leak. That's possible. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Blizzard had 38 million MAUs. What's MAU? Monthly active users. Down from 40 million last year. So they got a little bit of a drop there that on the Blizzard side, World of Warcraft overperformed versus the prior expansion at this point in time. That that tracks with what I expected. With higher engagements uh, sequentially and strong community participation in in in-game purchases. Uh, Pre-orders for the upcoming expansion Battle for Azeroth are all ahead of plan, they say. Overwatch continues to add new players. Engagement remains strong with the most recent seasonal event, Retribution, having a higher participation rate than any prior event. And the Overwatch League launched with its season. As we know, uh, they say that the uh, viewership was pretty good, reaching millions each week with the playoffs still to come this summer. Uh, also says Overwatch League has led to increased engagement for the franchise overall with combined hours spent playing and watching Overwatch increase uh, sequentially. That's all good news in light of how much... Um, Battle Royale games, specifically Fortnite, and uh, now to a lesser extent PUBG, have sort of stolen the headlight, or the 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 stolen the headlight, stolen the uh, limelight, uh,
2: spotlight, spotlight, one of the lights, <laughs> and the headlight, and they've stolen everything. They stole all the lights at this point, you know. Yeah,
0: they but stole th- the uh, refrigerator light. Like I open it up, it's just darkness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there was a lot of talk about how that was going to affect Blizzard specifically, <clears throat> and that you know what companies were stood stood to lose revenue. Uh, in light of Fortnite's ridiculous success. I, and, I guess uh, on the
0: bright side, at least uh,
1: Battle Royale isn't a mode based on a mod from a Blizzard title. Yeah, that's true. For once. <laughs> for once, they didn't miss the boat on this one. I mean, they might still, but it's not theirs to miss. It was never in the dock. For, yeah. It was never in Blizzard's dock to begin with. <laughs> it was never in Blizzard's port, exactly. But I still <laughs> say 100 junk rats in, one leaves. Do it. Make it happen. Uh Deckard Cain is awesome and in Heroes of the Storm he's great. I love him. I want to I want It's pr-
0: a real objective uh
1: uh read on on Deckard Cain <laughs> from Scott Johnson. I want to drop potions behind me all day now and heal my friends. I think he's really fun. Uh, uh, now whether he's a winning character or the meta shifts in any any uh, sizable way for Deckard Cain in Heroes of the Storm, I don't know. But I think he's badass.
0: He's been climbing the win rates. In all honesty, he launched uh, very low, yeah. um, I think, in the thirty percent, and he's managed to climb up to like a forty-eight percent win rate in just a week's time. So yeah. people are figuring him figuring him out, and uh, his win rate uh, goes up yeah.
1: as the with the length of uh, the game. So he's more of a late game hero. Yep, and his and that's definitely where I'm finding him the most fun. He's also very his sort of area and like team disruption abilities are just awesome. I love him. Lornado love him. is.
0: So annoying and perfect at the same time, yeah. it's
1: it's yeah, oh, I, hate and the, it. the, I hate it and, and the, I love it. And the jokey one, uh, stay on listen. I don't use it, <laughs> I mean, it's just not a good pick. It's the putting people to sleep is fine, but they wake up as soon as they take any damage. It's it actually pick.
0: has a, 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 a severely
1: skewed higher win rate versus Lornado. Oh, really? Is that true? Yeah, yes. I'm then, yeah, you know, I'm not using it right then. I'm gonna have to fiddle with it more. Because I want to use it. I just feel like it doesn't do much for me or for our team. But but his other abilities as Kit, it's just great. And by the way, it's had this weird effect on me. And this this is weird. The sounds that it makes when he drops, uh, uh what do you call it? Uh, 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 Health files. And the sound when he goes back to the Nexus to mana up or whatever, and he goes into the portal, that portal sound, they're taken right from like Diablo 2, II, Diablo 3 stuff. And it has had the effect where I'm it is I'm actually want to go play Diablo right now, as a result of playing Deckard Kane. Those sound effects yep. are so iconic for me that they've just got me itching again for time in Diablo. It, it,
0: it, it happens uh, just with Deckard on your team because yeah. you're still pick even if you're not Deckard, you're still picking up the potions and you're still hearing that that poke, potion drinking sound and uh yep. oh, it's just.
1: It just makes me happy. Yeah, it's pretty great. Also, they're doing the Dark Nexus event, which is pretty cool so far. There's a comic you can read. You can learn how they're going to bring lore into the game. Um, Some would say it's a little tacked on, but I don't care. I'm into it. Uh, The new skins are cool. Like, all that stuff's cool. So if you're you're interested in more of that, Garrett hosts a show with Kyle Ferguson called Into the Nexus. You can check that out. You can check out a show I do every week called uh, Core. Uh, Either of those are fine ways to catch up on what's happening in Heroes of the Storm. And then finally... There is a new map and many character changes in Overwatch. Our resident Overwatch player, Patrick, well, I play it too, but Patrick, tell us more about these changes.
2: Uh, so you know that uh, that map, wait, I have to quit my game probably, <laughs> that I launched just 15 <laughs> minutes ago to be able to talk about this. Great. That's why. Yeah. That's the reason. Sure. Um Uh, Because I hadn't tried it. So the uh, Uprising, not the Uprising, the Retribution event was uh, happening on the Rialto map, but a version that was designed for that PvE event. Uh, This map is the uh, payload version of that. It's uh, pretty cool from what I've seen. I just played a couple of games. And um, it's just an an additional payload map, which is in that setting. And also you have the big... uh, uh, um, uh, What's-his-face... The big archer. The big archer? Oh, my God. Oh, Japanese uh, Hanzo? There you go. Jeez, you. The big archer? The big archer. Like, well, <laughs> no sense. No, the How archer. But I was going to say the big annoying, like, he because he's very annoying. So he's bigly annoying. Yeah. Um Anyway, words. So <laughs> the big, though, that's what I was going to say. The big Hanzo redesign. That yeah. would have made sense. Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh, <laughs>
2: there you so go. So the big Hanzo redesign <laughs> is live and that changes the character significantly because previously uh the way Hanzo was being played was basically you would uh wait for his scatter arrow to be up and then wait for someone to be close enough, aim at their feet, shoot the scatter arrow, kill them and then do nothing for like 10 seconds until the cooldown was uh, up again. I'm exaggerating but just a little bit. Yeah. So basically Hanzo was a character that was if you weren't very good with him he was uh, uh, uh all or, or nothing and you had one ability that would kill people and if you didn't master it uh, if you missed then it wouldn't do anything. So it was all or nothing as i said. The new ability there are additional changes but the new ability is really cool. You activate it and then you can shoot up to six arrows that do full damage no matter how long you hold uh you pull the bow so you can do basically a machine gun style uh gameplay when you have this ability up and the rest of the time you're just all regular Hanzo he does a little bit more damage and uh, he has more mobility a bunch of stuff but that's pretty cool yeah. there are some additional changes to Lucio and other characters but I think this is the big one um, he's pretty fun to play
1: yeah well I'm curious about that's- that I'm also curious if that any of that translates into changing him up in uh, Heroes probably not he'll probably stay the way he is he'll still have his stupid ricochet and all that because why would they I wonder uh, if
0: they're gonna update him in Heroes of the Storm.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like it, they've not done this before, but because because the Overwatch characters have so directly translated to Heroes of the Storm, they they the kits kind of just move over with a few exceptions. Um I always wondered that. Like, you know, Thrall is they just make him up out of whole cloth, right? Like sure, he'll do lightning and, and this wind fury thing and that's cool. But in the case of Hanzo, he's ricochet arrow and the reveal arrow is a thing, like in the other game. What else? Yeah, the other stuff. that being
0: said, the, the way that the new Storm Arrow talent works seems a lot like the way uh, Sylvanas' Q works in Heroes of the Storm.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. You can't. It's not a skill shot. This still seems like it would be a skill shot in Heroes of the Storm, but it's a very similar kind of... Um,
1: similar effect. It's
0: capped at five, not six, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, interesting. Well, go play Overwatch, everybody, except, except, for, uh, except for you, Garrett. You don't like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because you hate everything. He hates everything. You what are you gonna song? do? What? There's nothing what? you can do. He hates everything. Garrett, that's yeah, the hot take. Know. That's our hot take. Garrett doesn't like anything. You hate babies, you hate Overwatch, you hate Ben <laughs> Road now. It's it's just I said none of this. I'm pretty sure you did. No, let's pretty, have I heard it. This is the I new I mean I've, gonna, I've read it yeah. on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, must be real. So I'm pretty sure it's true. Yeah.
0: Well, who's who hacked my Twitter and tweeted out <laughs> I hate Ben Broad? That's what I want to know.
1: He, he I was unaware of this. He hates Star Wars. He hates uh Yeah. Oh Netflix yeah, man. Star Wars is the worst. It's the worst, right? You just hate it. Yeah. Yeah, you I can't stand it. it. I see where you're at. Let's do an email.
2: Hear ye, hear ye.
1: Why? It's the town crier.
2: <laughs>
1: you guys, that kid graduates this month. I'm just from high school. I just want to put that out there the town crier freaking high school oh, graduation so he he made it well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a you're that's a terrible thing to say three for three baby i got off th- i'm, I'm gra- all three Excellent. graduating
2: no i don't know you were scott actually you were saying that he was having a hard time in school because he was so creative like his dad and yeah. he didn't care for Uh, actual lessons he is actually no 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 walk it back
1: Patrick (laughs) no Patrick has a good point this is all actually true he he but he will graduate with a higher grade point average than I did so that's that's not hard though (laughs) no it's not it really isn't it's really not I hated hated the end of high school especially my senior year so I was really checked out and he's not as checked out as I was but he draws on all his homework and it turns out he's actually a decent artist and nobody knew it so now I'm trying to parlay that and say, dude, you need to, like, he could do comic books. It's that style of stuff. It's real good. And he just needs to not put it on his homework, but maybe put it on, you know, a nice piece of paper that you can print and, like, make money from. Anyway. I had a great time senior year because I found out
0: uh, art colleges didn't care about math credits. So I dropped all my math classes. Nice. and didn't have to worry about them
1: senior year. Nice. That's the way to do it. I only care about math when uh, taxes come around. It's the only time. The rest of the year for it. I'd let someone else care about that right. for me. But I use millimeters and centimeters all the time, Patrick. You should be happy. Anyway. I'm proud. Thanks. Uh, there's an email real quick here from this came to us, sorry, at the instance at gmail.com. That's theinstance at gmail.com. Please use it on the frequent. We'll read your emails right here on the show. This is Justin from Perth, Australia, who says this. Hi everyone. I returned to WoW recently after twelve years of inactivity because the Battle for Azeroth story is so awesome and I love the features coming in. I am personally uh, so happy to see the story change from big bad space demons or Lovecraft Lovecraft clones to what made Warcraft cool in the first place, the war between the Horde and the Alliance. However, in my research, I've come across people who think BFA is a filler expansion. This is based on stuff like how Horde v. Alliance war may not actually go anywhere because no one side can win. I think we'll just get something a bit more nuanced than that, uh, or more nuanced than just one side winning. He says that in parentheses. Or how Blizzard is just uh, sorry, or how Blizzard just doesn't know what to do with old gods or void void lords. I'm curious to know what you think uh, and what evidence could you bring to the table to disprove this filler expansion theory. Thanks, Justin from Perth. Well, I personally side with Justin on the idea that I, I get super jazzed when the, when things get back to the core of what Warcraft is always about and the Horde v Alliance sort of. Uh, Focus is is a good one for for me personally, um, so so I'm excited about it. Uh, I I don't know why anyone would call it a filler expansion, unless they think that the only time it isn't is if we're fighting big gelatinous eyeballs in space or something. So I don't know. I think I'm on Justin's side on this. I don't I don't know why anybody would. I mean, do you guys see this as a filler expansion or even filler story? Like, how no. do you guys see it?
2: Um- I mean, so first of all, let's say it, let me say it is quite amazing and scary that someone can say, I'm returning to WoW after twelve years. And that means that they still played for years before that. Yeah. Uh and 12 years they can I at first when I read this, I was like, wait, 12 years? He never played it. But yes, they actually <laughs> totally played did, it for a yeah. long time. Yeah. Um <laughs> But no, no, it's not it's not a filler. It doesn't feel like a filler expansion. It's not the standard we have one big, bad character to kill at the end, although that might happen still uh it might we might discover throughout the expansion that there is something like that happening um and certainly not one can win. Uh, not one faction can win because you need both, although one can be in a better situation than the other. We've we've seen um, an example of that with uh, Mists, where Garrosh, uh, Garrosh was the big bad at the end, and he was from the Horde, obviously. Um, and I don't think they don't know what to do with the Old Gods or, or Void Lords. They just didn't want to put us in the... Uh, they wanted to bring a little bit of a, a break to the flow of the expansions just like they did with mists where the break was a little bit of peaceful exploration um, with this one they're doing it with a little bit of uh, interfaction warfare so I don't see it as filler and I don't think they don't know what to do with the gods or lords they just leave them for you know maybe the next one or the one after that it doesn't have to be uh, that obvious every time because they really pushed the void lords this expansion they they do it to create things that we can can come back to later Right. Um, I also, yeah. I also feel I like I prefer that version of the uh, uh, world building. I don't necessarily want them to create a threat or pro, uh, you know prop up a threat in one expansion for it to be the big bad in the next one. It, it's better when they space things out.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, know, I, I, you concur? Yeah, I disagree with everything here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think. No. 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 Not with what you said, but everything oh. that that, that right. like the the that it's filler that they don't know what to do with with certain uh key villains um i i love everything they've done with the old gods so far um like i don't understand where that's even coming from like that they don't know what to do with this like okay void lords maybe but i just don't think they've really gotten there yet right it's kind of like saying at the end of a new hope oh they don't know where they're going with darth vader it's like oh they just they just haven't
1: made the next movie yet let's calm down and see what they (laughs) give us yeah i agree with that sentiment um give them a minute i mean (laughs) you know let them do let them tell the story they're going to tell this idea that everything like i i feel like what i hear more is people constantly asking about titans and old gods and i don't know why people are doing that i mean i know there's some intrigue there and it's interesting and there's mystery and and they want to kind of learn more and figure it out but that's not all this can be like this has to you it's got to be more than ooh. What giant tentacle monster used to do the thing they did? Who gives a shit? That, Sometimes I just want to see sense. a dwarf shoot a freaking, you know, I want to see a dwarf shoot a uh, troll. That's what I want. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that being said,
0: I'm very excited to see what they do with Nizoth. I have a feeling it's Nizoth is coming.
1: Yeah. You think he's but, coming, um, uh, coming in here in this expansion, though? Do you think? I think it's a, a very
0: strong possibility with yeah. the nautical theme of uh, of this expansion and hints
1: in Legion. Well, Blizzard's always liked this, like, um, here we are fighting, and now there's a thing in the sky we should all now have to... We're going to be forced to unite against. Like, they're into that whole twist, right? They've done it multiple times. I'm not saying that's good, bad, or whatever, but it does seem to me, given the way they thread these expansions together now story-wise so much more seamless than they used to, they they just don't just start a new expansion, there's some connective tissue, that there's a really good chance we'll have nazoth or some other big thing some oh. something like that's going to happen to make everybody go oh we've been farting each other when the whole time the real enemy was up in the sky like it'll be like that
2: you know i i hope they don't do that the, the reason they keep doing it is that it's much easier to design the encounters because you don't have to design two different ones for one for each faction i think there's still a, a meager possibility that they're going to do two uh sets of end game content one for the horde one for the alliance maybe with uh the 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 those fighting each other uh you know like if you if you're a horde you have to fight some alliance theme thing and vice versa right um but i think more likely is indeed the one common threat threat that ultimately shows up and you have to kill it maybe not together but at least uh you both have to attack it um whatever factions you're you're in sure it's it's just easier i agree but uh it would be it would be a little bit sad i'd love for them to find a trick that would allow them to do something different
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i'm also i'm I'm looking forward i'm hoping this expansion stays a little more grounded after dealing with gods and (laughs) in like another galaxy like let's let's bring it back to uh let's bring it back to azeroth let's bring it back to faction versus faction yeah that's that's kind of where my head's at i think uh it got a little
1: too, uh, a little too ridiculous at the end of Legion for me. Sure, and then people, you know, people were worried. Like I remember back in the Pandaria days, there were two worries. One, people people didn't like the whole idea of pandas out of the gate. Turned out to be, I think, misplaced criticism. It was an amazing expansion, and I loved every. Second would you of say
0: it, it was misplaced Mi- oh,
2: criticism? I would. <laughs>
1: look, that's how I know you're going to be a dad soon. Because look at that joke that you just did. <laughs> that was really good. Um, that's right up there. Seriously. We were always working on those, the secret dad organization that I, that I help chair. Anyway, the point is, what was my point? My point is that, uh, Oh, when that came, uh, the expansion came out, uh, the other criticism was, well, now we're back to, it's just, you know, we found a new place on the planet and it's a new land and it's a whole new thing. We got to do like, it didn't, when, when people are disappointed when it's ground level conflict, I don't understand that thinking like, that's the whole point of of Warcraft is ground level conflict. You can have this other weird stuff, but I I, I personally get a little tired of menaces from space. Like I'd rather I'd rather get some, some hard fantasy on the I ground. I like both. Well yeah, I like, mean yeah. we can have both. I like that's going the between the two. Yeah. 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 And that's fine. Or, you know, inter just disperse it however you want. Uh interconnect them. Like do what you gotta do. But this idea that we gotta have one and a one only is weird and I think people should stop but hey, who am I to say? Who am I to judge? Not me. I don't judge. Uh, Perth, or Perth, Justin from Perth, Australia, thanks for your email. You can send your own emails into us at theinstance at gmail.com and we will gladly take them with open arms. All right, before we get out of here, uh, Patrick, you got anything going on uh, over there at Pixels or anything else? What, what should people be looking for? What's going uh,
2: on? Sure, yeah. Pixels is a gaming show which, where we talk about all the games in the industry. Um, and you can find it on your podcast app. Just search for Pixels and you get gaming news. And the other thing I would say is uh, the Icy Veins podcast, where we talk about all of the Blizzard games uh, from the website Icy Veins. They they uh, were gracious enough to let me work with them and do their show. And um, I had a, a couple of people tell me, oh, that's why you're not on the instance anymore, because you do the Icy Veins thing. <laughs> it's it's obviously not the reason uh, is that uh, I decide when the IC Veins podcast records right. and that's not in the middle of um, baby bath uh, uh thing which the instances or you know sleeping time or stuff like that uh it's a little bit more complicated to find time for instance time because uh of the time difference yeah. that's why yeah but the, still baby I mean, bath anything, thing I, yeah you're so technical with the baby terms bath here. thing is sure. what i do usually when the instance is on sure so uh yeah pixels and the icy veins podcast you, you'll probably enjoy
1: yeah check out frenchspin.com not patrick on twitter all that stuff uh for more uh, Garrett, anything going on you want to mention? Anything big? Anything going on? Well, I
0: mean, there's a new Hearthstone uh expansion out, so you should always listen to The Angry Chicken. Uh, if you want to hear uh, my like the hottest of hot takes, not mm. that it's uh sexual, but uh, <laughs> extremely uh, current. Uh, like if you want to hear me react to Ben Bro leaving minutes after I heard about it, uh, I have a solo show called R2 T2. R2-T2, which I got the idea from Patrick, who said that's, I should make a show called that, because I'm always reminding people to spell Garrett with two R's and two T's. Oh, oh. That's adorable. So, thank you, Patrick, yeah. for that. But yeah, the uh, <laughs> if you go back, I believe just one episode, uh, you will you will find my uh, my reaction to, uh, to Ben Bro leaving the Hearthstone team. Yeah, uh, And it's
1: Ross form. Yeah, I need to actually check that out, because I, I heard the Angry Chicken follow-ups and stuff, but I did not hear this solo thing. And to hear you commiserate uh, solo about the loss of Ben Brode. He's not dead. He's living, he's alive and well, but to not have that plaid shirt, genius, uh, stalking the offices of blizzard. I got to hear how you felt that day. I mean, on Twitter, you felt I could. I felt those feelings. Those were feelings. I had the feels man. Anyway, the feels, the feels, uh, Garrett art on Twitter, <laughs> of course, Amove.tv for all your, uh, Garrett needs. And here's, uh, what I would like to say real quick before we get out of here. Um, the Kickstarter I'm running for a playing card thing is kind of gone a little bit nuts. And if you are uh, saying, I don't know if that's interesting, Scott, or not, maybe you want to go check it out now because we just unlocked a level that gives anybody the option to pick up a Go Fish deck. I mean, dedicated Go Fish, the old card game you played as a kid, Go Fish deck, now unlocked. What does that mean? A ton of fish art. I like drawing them fish. Whether it's a regular old fish or shark's, Sometimes a dolphin. I know those are mammals, and same with like whales and stuff, and uh, all that. I get it, but still, they'll be in there. Might even be a sea turtle of some sort, but uh, it's going to be a whole deck dedicated to fish. And if oh you're my thinking... god, if
0: you if you label yeah. the fish, please call the dolphin uh, mammal fish. <laughs> <laughs> please call it mammal fish. Right,
1: I might do that. They're all going to get funny names, and some of them will come from frog panthers. So uh, beware of that. There might be Patrick the 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 penis fish or something or whatever kind Holy of fish. what it. no
2: I, scarf go with scarf scarf that's the... much better if you want to do a reference to me all right I oh mean, you'll, no! i'm not gonna go there i'm not let's <laughs> move on uh patrick is
0: a carp and it's you call it a scarp
1: oh it's a yeah carp that's good scarf. oh that works that's not bad that you're wearing a scarf oh that's yeah. a great idea so anyway um it's uh it's going well and there's still room to get in on it None of the quantities that we're guaranteeing on the Kickstarter are guaranteed for post-Kickstarter, so now might be the time to do it because we don't know after this how it's going to go. Frogpants.com slash cards is where you're going to want to go to check that out. It's got uh, 10 days left or something like that. Uh, that's it. instance.net is our website. You can... Oh, uh, Ter- Terpster's in, um, up there in uh, Seattle. So if any of you are living up in the Pacific Northwest and you see a strange little bearded person with terrible shorts in a bad sense of style, wave to him, get us, a, get a, a signature, or, you know, go up, pinch him on the bum, whatever you got to do uh, to get his attention. Cause he's up there. He's been up there all week and I think he's still there until maybe early next week or something. So, so watch for that. That's why he's not here today. He's busy working, doing yogs, casty things. Uh, the instance.net is our website instance show on Twitter. You can find me at Scott Johnson. Like I said uh, before, not Patrick for Patrick Garrett art for Garrett and terpster at the underscore t there are more shows like this at frogpants.com and boy howdy is there a lot going on so check that out that's gonna do it for us i think uh that's it we'll be back with another show should be next week and uh, in the meantime send us your emails let us know your thoughts talk to us on twitter it's gonna do it for us for me for patrick for garrett we'll see you next time bye bye